Let's start with a quiz question. You win if you answer. Who is speaking? इसी तरह एक माइक्रो ब्लॉगिंग प्लेटफॉर्म का भी ऐप है इसका नाम है कू के डबल ओ कू इसमें हम अपनी मातृभाषा में टैक्स वीडियो और ऑडियो के जरिए अपनी बात रख सकते हैं इंटरेक्ट कर सकते हैं That's the Prime Minister of India Shri Narendra Modi talking about KOO Koo in his monthly dispatch Mon Ki Baat. Koo is a microblogging platform that's making inroads into the Indian language scene in microcommunications. For companies that are building products, it's always great to get an ambassador who vouches for your service. But what if your ambassador is the country's highest elected figure? What happens to your product? And what happens behind the scenes? From a product and tech perspective, how did Koo deal with this? Welcome to Tech Unbound, Business Insider India's podcast series that delves into that curious space that binds technology, people, and the culture that bridges it all. My name is Ashwin Raghunath, and thanks for popping along. Aprameya Radhakrishna is not new to receiving celebrity-level attention. In 2015, he sold Taxi for Sure, a company that he co-founded to Ola for 400 million dollars. His next large product, Vocal, was selected by Google as a product for India's billions. Last month, Prime Minister Narendra Modi in his monthly dispatch Mon Ki Baat spoke about the service to the world. And today, he joins us with Nishant Srivastava, the CTO at Vocal and Coo, and he has a capital track record of leading the engineering of products like Citrus Payments and Coverfox Insurance. Gentlemen, welcome to the show. Are you both still pinching yourself to see if this is all for real? Yeah, absolutely. Hello. uh we never expected uh you know the prime minister to actually encourage uh you know tech entrepreneurs in in the way that he did with his mon ki baat mention of ku so it's a, it's absolutely uh like a dream you know if we ever wanted somebody to vouch for your product it would be the prime minister this was like massive like uh, prime minister and whole government of india willing to use our product so this is like huge uh i've worked on products like which have gained a lot of traction in past like uh, coverfox for insurance and citrus payment which is suppose again like a big payment gateway but this is like huge now anybody who has a startup would move heaven and earth to get the kind of validation like you guys received how do you go about getting a prime minister to talk about your product i mean what kind of lobbying you know does that require absolutely no contacting anybody or talking to anybody or uh you know saying who should be there in the final list or you know whatever it is right it was it was serendipity it is it is purely based on merit you know we we really uh started ku only 5 6 months ago so the product was under development even before covid struck us and when the chinese apps got banned uh, you know the government of india called for you know the atmanirbhar bharat Uh, app challenge right so uh, there were a lot of applicants so especially in the social media sector uh, there were more than 1000 apps that had uh, actually applied and overall uh, for the competition itself there were close to 7000 applications and when when we actually won that challenge right uh, so we came second so that is when i think you know it came to the forefront and people started realizing the impact and power of having an indian social media <laughs> i i love the word serendipity it's one of those magical words in the english language and it comes from serendip the old name for sri lanka 
And if you're the curious sort like me, you should totally Google or Bing the origin of the word. And I assure you, you won't be disappointed. So, well, serendipity it was. And the Prime Minister speaks about coup. Now, usually when we expect a surge in traffic, when we are pushing out a potentially big story, we tend to pre-warm our load balancers. Now, that is nerd language for essentially preparing our servers to anticipate that traffic and not buckle down. You guys didn't expect this. What happened when that announcement came about? Run me through that morning. I got a barrage of WhatsApp messages coming in saying, you just got mentioned. Say, this is so awesome. This is big. You know, I got a huge number of responses right, all, from all over the place. And, uh, you know, the first reaction was, okay, did this really happen? And logged into uh, YouTube and, uh, you know, started checking it, checking out the mention, you know, recorded the clip a bit and shared it with the internal team. That was the first reaction. And then suddenly it struck me that, okay, if this, this has been mentioned and millions of people are going to be uh, listening into Man Ki Baat, we better be ready for our traffic to spike, right? Uh, so it took me five minutes of you know, excitement to die down a bit uh, before I realized that, okay, we also have to deliver on this promise, right? So immediately messaged uh, Nishant, first asked him whether, you know, uh, we'll be able to handle any uh, spike in, in traffic. Uh, he was pretty confident. Yeah, yeah. So the first message that I got was actually from Aparmya. And uh, the moment I got the message, we were up and running to just uh, look at the traffic and see how the performance is, what all things need to be done. And we just did some scaling. So a lot of scaling for us was like, uh, we are like a horizontally scalable system. So not uh, like a big re-architecture that we have to do. We just have to add more capacity and the things start working. So we just added more capacity and little bit of spike that came uh, for an interim period then became normal and the people used to get the better response from our application. So it was like 10 to 15 minutes window where we were able to boot up more instances and the server was fine then. And that kind of scaling would not be possible if you had some kind of an on-prem architecture. Is this a great reason to say that SaaS-based cloud services is the way to go and on-prem is going to be entirely a thing of the past? Especially for social products like ours, uh, you know, you never know when the spike comes, right? Suddenly there is an event that's happening. Everybody's talking about something. They want to express themselves. They want to come and consume some content uh, and there's something trending not, that's not available anywhere else. All that is a possibility on a platform like Koo, right? Uh, so the best way to architecture is to go onto the cloud and make sure that it, you're you're automatically scalable. You know, as we get bigger and bigger as a company, I think we'll we'll start investing more and more into auto scaling rather than having to manually come and actually horizontally scale as well. But Nishant, you come from a financial services engineering background, and I know in this domain, on-prem is still a very big deal, especially with banks. And there's an entire industry built on assuring high levels of security. Where are you positioned on this? Two, three things here. Uh, one is that uh, banks are still largely believing in the on-premise infrastructure due to reasons like sovereignty of data, security of data. And uh, those are mostly hypotheses rather than being exact reasons. But yeah, banks will be probably the last to go there. But I was working for payment gateways before like PayU and Citrus. And they were pretty comfortable on moving to cloud. So I think uh, cloud, you get to multiple advantages. One is that you get horizontal scalability. Plus, you get very high availability. 
because the cloud allows you to deploy your services in a way that even if one zone goes down the other zone is still available if you have to do this in premise it will require a lot of effort to put your servers into various places so that if one is affected the other is still up so you get uh, multiple benefits like you get the higher uptime you get at will scalability solutions and plus cloud also provides you a lot of inbuilt services like uh, you don't have to build everything from scratch so you can use a lot of services which are not like uh, something which will tie you to the cloud and not extremely core to your uh, business need but you can use those services to just speed up your development and application Nishant, now the vision of Koo is to make it accessible to Indian languages, but does the language in itself pose, you know, any kind of particular technical challenges? Going to Indian languages does add a lot of complexity in terms of uh, the machine learning and artificial intelligence models that you build, because a lot of models that you draw inspiration from are largely English language based. So here is a lot of native work that you have to do, homegrown solutions which you have to work out, and we have actually built few models which are like completely homegrown. not english based solutions because english based solutions give you accuracy till a level but you need to also build some models which are beyond that and give you higher confidence on people beginning to realize that the content they are seeing is relevant for them you know on that note uh, apramya if you're creating newer and original models of ai to handle indian language processing that should like totally push your valuations through the roof right <laughs> i wish uh, all the entities who are listening to this listen to you and uh, you know take your advice <laughs> and give us you know abnormal valuations uh, but i think you know uh, we're still early as a product right and we will put in all our efforts to make sure that uh, you know we're delivering great value to our users once your users are happy and that automatically starts scaling investors are interested people want to you know pay abnormal valuations for to be part of companies that that will scale like what ku will in the future we are not playing the valuation game we are playing the user love game we are playing for uh, the fact that an indian company can actually beat a global giant uh, and a giant like twitter in the social media segment is is something to be proud of right uh, you know uh, some of the users who write into us with feedback say just you guys saying you're going to take on twitter is the biggest thing ever whether you actually beat them or not is another thing but we never even imagined that an indian company could do this right so those are the kind of emotions that are coming out of our own users who are uh, who are astonished the, of the fact that we are we're in this space you know as of this moment ku is close to a near five star rating on the play store and over 18000 people rated it on the other hand there is often talk that Indian apps are having their time in the sun owing to the ban of Chinese apps and the added momentum to consume products that are made in India. We also have remarks that Indian apps are merely mirroring and replicating what other international apps are doing. What is your thinking around these issues and discussions? So every ecosystem goes through phases, right? Uh, so the uh, Indian ecosystem, IT ecosystem started off with building software for the entire world. Uh, whether it was US, European, so there were there were companies out there who had a lot of ideas, who were brimming with projects uh, that were to be you know coded out, and you know they were lacking resources there. Uh, and India, being you know a, an extremely smart nation, filled with you know budding engineers who are dedicated, who want to. you know work hard uh, you know that was the first phase of them outsourcing to us and us just you know blindly coding whatever was told to us right uh, so the first phase included an infosys a tcs a wipro 
you know that was the phase where a lot of learning happened and even confidence that indians could code right happened in that phase phase 2 was all about okay now that we can code you know are there some you know really big businesses that we can replicate in india uh, so a flipkart was born out of replicating amazon right uh, and ola was born out of replicating an uber um, you know so various of these started happening and you know that second phase gave confidence to indian entrepreneurs that they can actually build out businesses not just code but they can also build a business and run it and become extremely large in india right and for india so there are not too many success stories of indian companies going outside yet right the third phase right is when india will take on the globe right we will start innovating for india it won't be replicated ideas anymore and once we get the confidence that we can actually be extremely original about what businesses that we are going to crack for india those businesses will be applicable outside for different markets as well right so that will be phase 3 and even china has gone through all of these three phases right um, so they they had uh, you know alibaba mimicking amazon uh, and didi dache uh, mimicking uber so all of the mimicking happened but a tiktok came out of china right it didn't come out of anywhere else and you know the us social media never thought of a tiktok kind of product because it was original thinking and it was applicable to the whole world the same thing will happen with india how much time will it take it only depends on how much we invest into the startup ecosystem and the entrepreneurs that we have here so are we looking at ku as a response to the chinese ban or is ku something that was conceived before we uh, thought about ku and started developing it uh, way before any of this happened right uh, whether it was covid whether it's you know the banning of the apps so we saw an opportunity uh, irrespective of whether somebody got banned or not right we were going to build this and put it out into the market irrespective of all of this so what has happened now is it has only helped us even more by coming into the limelight right so the whole thesis around making indians feel like using indian apps right that is a great push from the government that will not only benefit us but it will benefit everybody else now if you're working in a space where there are counterparts international counterparts which were banned then you got a skyrocket like crazy right because you you'd never know you can't predict the future users at the end of it they want the best experience out there now if you're going to be making a dance sequence 30 second dance sequence as a creator you will always search for the best creation tool out there right and if it's going to be on tiktok they're going to go there they don't want to be presenting themselves to the world in any other manner than the best right so while this gives us an opportunity a window of opportunity to create and scale different kinds of products whether it's banned or not but i think over a period of time users will choose the best product so here's a window of opportunity to not just scale but also build stickiness natural stickiness in your product more than anything else one question to you nishant apramaya you're an entirely digital company did the covid situation change anything at all for you covid situation in terms of you know business because we are purely digital company and you know we didn't have uh, too much need to come to office so in terms of you know being in front of each other to actually get work done that wasn't necessary our product isn't even delivering physically it's all digital we we never felt the true pain of covid 
right? A, a food delivery or a logistics company, all of those guys would have gone through a lot more, right? Than uh, compared to us. The the best companies in this COVID period are the ones who are digital and make money right away. So the ed tech companies and health tech companies. So those are purely digital and making money. So they'll be the hottest companies right now. Next comes pure digital delivery businesses, which is us, right? And then comes everything else, which has a strong headwind, right? So I think business-wise, we've grown. Just that we're a business which will make money only after we scale. So hence, we will be in the second hottest category. So, you know, the iffiness about, okay, how will this affect your business and all those things are in the investor's mind. So they want it to play out a bit before they actually get very excited about the traction that uh, a purely digital business like ours sees. Uh, So that's about it. And apart from that, uh, you know, managing the team, our team has actually become more productive, uh, as is what I hear from a lot of my other colleagues uh, who are founders of other companies as well. And that's possibly because you have nothing else to do. So, you know, the most entertainment you get is while working. Uh, I think uh, just a bit change in strategy is what needs to happen. Like you spend a little more time front on planning rather than uh, discussing everything about execution. So when you basically do better planning, everybody gets a high level overview like what has to be done in certain time frame and they begin to plan on their own self. So giving a better start to everybody becomes more important here. Because you want people to not actually require to come and meet you and discuss every time. And those discussions also when required, as in required, goes to the either a Google Meet or a Hangout or a WhatsApp chat. Whenever you need, you basically can discuss. But I think a better planning definitely helps in these scenarios that people have better clarity and they don't get stuck so often as otherwise the facility in office allows you to come and quickly talk and resolve issues. So I think uh, that has helped us a lot. We spent little more time in planning, giving more vision about the product, over-communicating bit in the roadmap. And I think that has helped us a lot. Lovely. Apramya, Nishant, gentlemen, lovely talking to you both and thanks for joining us. And again, congrats on achieving the kind of validation that is not easy to achieve. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Uh, it, was, it was fun. Yeah. Yep. Thank you. Thank Ashwin. you. And uh, that's a wrap on this edition of Tech Unbound. We're always keen to hear what you're thinking. So drop us a line on Twitter on BI India. That's a single word. BI India. That's our Twitter handle. A quick thank you to Business Insider's editorial teams for their support, to Haley Shah for product conceptualization, sound engineering by Gokul Abhishek, and Tech Unbound was produced and voiced by me, Ashwin Raghunath. On behalf of Business Insider and Tech Unbound, thanks for plugging in and we'll see you back soon. Take care.